And welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics and podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Monday, June 5th. Joining me as always, Dr. Orfe Divangi, PhD economist and all-around good chap. Dr. O, I know you want to talk about the Federal Reserve, and I know that you would like to talk about whether or not the Fed should pause and let things happen on their own. What do you really think about this subject, sir? For the longest time, I've been saying, look, inflation is going to come down. People just need to take a deep breath. Inflation is going to come down, right? It's it's going to come down, but it's going to be a, a bumpy ride. You have been saying that for months. And we knew that because we, we you know, if you look at housing, housing being the most important uh, household expenditure, the largest, the largest share, you know, we, we saw market rents coming down a year, right? A year ahead of CPI rents. And that, that that's well known. And so, and finally, right, CPI rents, actually came down, right? The rent in CPI, the rent components in CPI actually came down to reflect the fact that the housing market had slowed down already. But now here's the concern. The concern for the Fed is that, you know, inflation might still be too hot and not just too hot, but accelerating. That's the big concern now, right? So we know the housing thing, housing is going to be a drag on inflation, but there's everything else, leisure and hospitality, healthcare, some of these services plagued by labor shortages that could be the problem going forward. Let me just kind of summarize, you know, the, the this kind of the state of affairs right now. I said in, a, in, a, in one of my LinkedIn posts, the trend is your friend. We have disinflation on the way. It's been on the way since last June. However, here's what we got last month. April data came in and the Institute for Supply Management manufacturing PMI, although still in contraction territory, actually was improving. We had new orders up. We had the price of goods and services up, right? Their price indexes up. Then we also had the ISM services PMI, right? By the way, this is a leading indicator. They, they basically look at purchasing managers and purchasing managers telling them what, what's going on with the real economy, what they're getting, new orders, right? Services sector expansion continued in April, new orders up. The leading indicators showed an increase in activity. Then we had job openings, the JOLTS report come out and it showed an, an uptick, right? Like more vacancies created in April. Again, very tight labor market. And that resilient labor market is supporting consumers despite the tighter credit conditions. You have consumer spending supported by a strong labor market and pretty, pretty robust wage growth. By the way, wage growth eased a little bit, tiny bit. In the last jobs report, wage growth is still very high, very, very high, right? Not at a level consistent with the Fed's 2% core inflation target. Then you have, we saw a hotter than expected consumer price index in April, increasing from the previous month. So it's not just hotter than expected, it's increasing from the previous month. We saw an increase in the personal consumption expenditures price index as well, 
in April. And so all of these core PCs increased in April. So all of the data that we're getting in in the last month or so, including the May jobs report, which we just got, signals acceleration, not deceleration. And that is why a few people, including myself, are a little bit concerned about this upcoming, or at least that's what people think as of right now, this upcoming June Fed pause. I've been talking about it. I've been in support of the pause. But you know what? Inflation resurging is going to be a bigger problem for us. And maybe, and maybe, and maybe another rate hike would have put the nail in the coffin. Just maybe. All right. So in June, we're expecting the Fed to do nothing. I mean, that is that that's your perspective. That would be the show. That's right. I think that's that's the market's expectations now that the Fed's going to pause in June. All right. So what do you think the Fed will be looking at in July to then further inform it as to what its next move could and should be? It's definitely going to look at, first of all, it's going to be CPI and PCE, right? PCE being the the most important. It's going to look at these factors. It's going to look at the labor market. The Fed really believes that if wage growth is increasing, services, spending, prices are going to go up. You know, really believe, really believes that. And so I think that's going to be the focus. You know, a lot of people that I talk to say, look, maybe a pause is necessary. We never had, we since the 70s, we never had five percentage points increase in, in less than a year. So maybe a pause in, is in order just to kind of see what happens next. I mean, a lot of people say, look, inflation, prices are high. That on its own ought to slow down people a little bit. And then at the same time, you know, the fact that we have massive rate increases over the past year in household finances deteriorating, that's going to help as well. That's going to help cool things down. And I'm hopeful that's the case. I know rent inflation is definitely going to be a drag on inflation, but the rest has to come from slowing, moderating wage growth. And so the only way wage growth cools further is if we continue to see an upsurge in labor force participation or a decline in hiring, you know, big decline in hiring. Jolts is not showing that yet. We had started seeing a little bit of that and then it would tick back up, right? It's kind of like, you know, what's going on there? It's, it's kind of up and down so much, right? So anyway, the concern is there. There's a concern that if the Fed realizes or if the if the inflation picture doesn't improve again in the next month and the data doesn't come in the way we want it, want it to come in, which means cooling, the Fed could do too much, could end up doing too much, right? So you take a pause, but you at the risk of doing too much in the months to come. If the Fed does too much, it could then miss the runway and we could end up getting that crash landing that everybody had been talking about, right? So right now we're on the path to soft lending, but if the Fed overreacts, if inflation comes in a little harder than expecting in a month, in a month, a month from now, and the Fed overreacts, then you could end up with that crash lending. And so that is what I'm a little bit concerned about when I look at this data that's coming in. Well, I appreciate your thoughts on that. As always, for Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com.